0: They got to get
1: a Dodgers prop up. Are the Dodgers? Uh, what you know? What are the odds of the Dodgers winning the most games ever this year? I think people will bet it. I'll bet it. The late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morantz as we throw it down on the Thursday night throwdown. We got a full house here this evening, and whatever sport you're into, we're going to hit it. All right? We're going to hit it. We're talking Major League Baseball. We're talking NBA basketball. We're talking NFL draft, and um, maybe a little NHL hockey. And that's it, actually. That's it. So, see, I like. If you're into tennis, we're not talking any tennis. If you want to hear tennis talk, just go away right now because I'm not going to talk tennis for the next 180 minutes once. Besides the word tennis right now. Tennis, tennis, tennis. I got nothing against tennis, but it's not on the docket this evening. Uh, AFL, actually, Aussie football, they're playing in the late night hours, right? Uh, we'll take a look at that. Um, so as I stated, we got a ton of stuff, but uh, we got a ton of guests here this evening. Eno Saris is going to join us. We're going to get into uh, some baseball talk, all these no hitters. Um, uh, you know, Eno, of course, uh, was, uh, was with Fangrass before, now with The Athletic, uh, real smart guy. So, we'll get his thoughts on what's going on on the diamond with all these no hitters and where do we go from here? Where does baseball go uh, from here is... Baseball really is in transition right now. And they're going to have to make up their mind what kind of sport uh, they, they want to make it. All right. Uh, so Teddy will join us. We'll talk betting on baseball. Uh, we'll get into some NBA basketball uh, as well. Uh, so the countdown to the National Football League draft is on right now. And, you know, every every draft, every draft, and it seems to be quarterbacks more than anybody. But every draft, people start to find old tweets. All right. They start to find old tweets of players. And it doesn't matter what what league it's in, even the NBA. And if you're a player, we talk about this every year. If you're a player, you've got to scrub everything clean. All right. And I understand there's no such thing as, you know, erasing the Internet, so to speak. But at the same point in time, at least don't make it easy for people by leaving things up. Now, me personally, I don't even know how to go back in time that far. Like I wouldn't even know how to like delete something I tweeted five years ago, all right? <laughs> like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't figure it out. So, and I don't really care enough to because I never tweeted anything racist, so I don't have to worry. I've tweeted a lot of stupid things. Uh, I've tweeted drunken tweets, stupid tweets, angry tweets, sad tweets, winning tweets, losing tweets, and everybody else in the tweet. But let's wait for the facts to come in here. The Thursday Night Throwdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel City. Bring it.
2: Are you one of us? We've just got one question: Do you like? We do. Do you like winning? What a coincidence! So do we. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four-seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the? Ed-
0: ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads
2: When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break, you call a plumber. And when you're ready to win, you keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information. Experts. It's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Morenzi on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. for you. know Marge. I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails
3: at the beauty parlor.
1: Oh, shut up, Marge. The Late Night Anger Management Class. Go back to the beauty parlor and uh, find out, Marge, the XFL's coming back in conjunction with the CFL, all right? Figure it out, you blue-haired goon. Um, So a lot of stuff to get to here this evening. As you can see, another another night, uh, a lot of rage in the air this week, directed by me, uh, actually, directed by me. Uh, We'll bring Teddy in here in a second, but um, I don't know if you guys saw the USA unveiled their uh, U.S. Olympic Olympic, um, wardrobe, their outfit, uh, they're going to be wearing at the games. And uh, basically, I don't know if you um, if you your name is Sumner and you hang out with the Yacht Club, you hang out with Ivanka Trump and Jared. I guess it's a good look. So people didn't like the uh, the USA look and rightfully so, because it sucked. All right. It sucked. Um, So Canada just dropped um, their closing ceremony. Jacket, And it's like a jean jacket from like high school in the 80s. I think Teddy would actually be down. Remember in the old days, you had jean jackets, people just spray paint Led Zeppelin on the back, Black Sabbath. Me personally, I had like custom patches. I had like, you know, a venom patch. The standard fare for me in high school was the leather jacket with the jean jacket over the leather jacket with the sleeves cut off. That's like the old, like, that, you look at early Metallica and stuff like that. That's the look, right? That's the look. So the jean jacket, uh, the jean jacket drops. Everybody hates it because that's what Canadians do. They cry and they, they bitch about things. Um, and I see here even, you know, I was going to say the athletes. So um, race walker. Evan Dunphy, who we've never heard of before, I don't get it, it's not my style. Next time I see myself wearing this jacket would be to embarrass my future kids when they bring a partner over to dinner for the first time. Really? You're a freaking race walker! You're lucky it's even an Olympic sport! And you're complaining? I'm complaining, I hey, I'm complaining now about you complaining. Guy's a a guy, he walks. I was walking in Olympic sport, anyways. Race walking, race walking. I could be a professional race walker, too. Uh, You know how fast I can walk to the liquor store when I know it's closing? Let's bring Teddy Covers in right now. Teddy,
4: what's up, Teddy? how's the rage tonight, my friend?
1: Ready to roll. Ready to roll, Teddy. Always a pleasure. Always look forward to uh, to breaking it down uh, with you, Teddy. So, I know I asked you, I've been ask all of our guests and I know you're not a big NFL prop guy when it comes to uh, NFL drafts, right? uh, but I thought you get a kick out of this, Teddy. So, you know, there's all the talk about character and these jackass general managers asking stupid questions to the kids when these guys are incompetent and they never won a Super Bowl in their own life, but, you know, they know how to get there right the right way. Well, your way's not working. Uh, so I love this quote. Uh, Teddy, because later on in the show, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to spend a little time talking about greatest sports quotes ever, because I love the Anthony Edwards stuff about uh, A-Rod that he didn't know who he was. And uh, Jimmy Treno over at uh, SI uh, put together. Uh, You know, he loved it, too, and he put together a list of great sports quotes that he asked people to send in. Some of the great quotes, and this is a great one, Teddy. They're going to love this. Bobby Bowden, great Florida State Seminole coach, guys. Bobby Bowden, if character won football games, Army would play Navy for the national championship every year. (laughs) That's a good one, Teddy. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Keep going.
1: Yeah. What else you got? Yeah. Oh you like that one, huh? All right, here's another one. I knew you'd yeah, like that, yeah, Teddy. Yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. Here's another one. Remember Leroy Hort, Michigan Wolverines, running back actually. He played. He played for. He was in the NFL after. Regarding his skills, Leroy Horde of the Cleveland Browns runs reportedly said to his coach, "Coach, if you need one yard, I'll get you three yards. If you need five yards, I'll get you three yards." <laughs> 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 All right, it's uh, a good one. Uh, here's Larry Herndon after missing a fly ball at Candlestick Park. The wind blew my glove shut. Ha 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 that's too. That's, that's 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 gold. That's just too good. I love the character one. Uh, you know, one of my favorite ones that I've always talked about. It. It might be the best actually sports quote ever, guys. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember when they were zero fourteen? Former USC Trojan head coach Sean McKay took over, and uh, they said, "Coach, what do you think of your offense's execution?" I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sure, but well, you know it's funny because when I think of the greatest sports quotes of all time, it's a it's a it's a one word quote, and and yet if you say it today, this came out 25 years ago at least, and if you say it today, everybody still knows exactly what you're talking about. You go know, playoffs, 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 you know, huh?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Is that what he's saying?
4: The playoffs.
1: Playoffs? We'll be lucky to win another game. Playoffs? Talking about the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Allen Iverson's practice was good, right? That was a classic one. Talking about Practice, man. Practice. (laughs) Practice. All right, here's... This might be the best one. And this one... You know, it might go over some people's heads, and that's the whole point of this one. The late great Frank Layden, Utah Jazz. So the late great Frank Layden on relating to players. I asked him, son, what is it with you? Ignorance or apathy? He said, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> 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 that might, that's the best one. That's, the, that's just too. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm absolutely feeling that quote, dude. Yeah, yeah no, it's too good. That's, hey that's, that's The you. hell's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance or apathy? I don't know, and I don't care. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll get back to this later, guys. Oh right, here's a, here's another good one. Here's Bill Parcells. Uh, here's here's. Um, <laughs> where, let me get the uh, Bill Parcells. I want to get it right. Uh, here it is, all right. Uh, Bill Parcells telling Patriots trainer that his injured uh, kicker doesn't have to play, he just has to kick. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> that's, uh, that, 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 that's your classic kicker joke right there, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking if he can play. I'm just asking if he can kick the ball. Uh, that's it. We can go on all night. I was going to get to it later, but I thought, you know, I know, Teddy, you love the good quotes, and you actually are a quote gambler as well. You always read uh, what the coaches uh, have to say. You know, I've got a few of my own personal favorite ones that I'm going to get to later, uh, but um, the uh, this is one of the best ones. We'll move on from it, but Mookie Wilson. So, of course, Mookie Wilson, guys, uh, the New York Mets. Mookie Wilson once said, when I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying I believe in dinosaurs. Then somewhere, they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. Then I bust out. (laughs) See, that's some deep thinking from Mookie Wilson. That's some deep thinking. (laughs) Uh, Uh, All
4: right. you're You're not a fan?
1: Didn't come on, it worked for me, won a World Series. And then here's the jackass Woody Hayes. Ohio State coach Woody Hayes on why he went for, uh, he went for a late two in a game when he already had a huge lead over arch-rival Michigan because I couldn't go for three. Uh, um, uh, yeah, funny, yeah, funny stuff, coach. And although Antoine Walker had a great one. Reporter asked Antoine Walker why he took so many three-point shots tonight. Reporter, why do you shoot so many threes, Antoine Walker? Because there are no fours.
4: <laughs> I remember that quote. I think that was, yeah, uh, I mean, was he went back to Boston. <laughs> he left and came back. I'm going to look at Antoine Walker's debt
1: now. Was Antoine Walker the one, Teddy? I don't want to throw him under the bus wrongfully, but was he the one that won the racked up all the debt in Vegas and all the money and stuff?
4: Yes. He was yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: One. No. one of the... One. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the guy. You're right. Yeah. The guy. You know what I mean. yeah, Exactly. That's when I was there, actually. I remember. They were like, yeah, there's an arrest warrant for Antoine Walker on the news. Bring it.
2: Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning?
3: Neither do we.
2: Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: You're listening to the home of the Winning Edge. We're always here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. So you don't have to mark your calendar or anything. What do you got going on anyway? That's what we thought. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
1: Go on, you stupid horse. I got my last ten bucks
4: on you. No, don't look at me. Run! Don't come over here! Uh, Oh, boy.
1: The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Rage. I am Gabriel Moretz. we got a full house here this evening. Big Card Julio is going to join us with his uh, Windy City Sports Report. Of course, uh, Julio is the play-by-play voice of Chicago State and the Windy City Bulls, the Chicago Bulls uh, G League uh, team. And uh, he's also on local radio in Chicago. So you know, listen, we have a ton of listeners in Chicago, too, so it's a great segment, the Windy City Sports Report. Uh, I'm giving you the heads up now, Matthias. you got an hour to find some wind. All right. I'll even send you some wind. <laughs> we, uh, I, I want like it's a windy city. We got to like, like it's got to be like chaos and stuff. So I'll, uh, keep, stay tuned with this. Our producers, I'm going to send you guys some wind sound effects. Teddy covers. Well, Teddy joins us. We need a cash register. Cha-ching. Money. Teddy covers stepping up in it from, uh, from Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy, we can go on all night, but yeah, those old sports quotes are the best, huh? <laughs> it's fun, you
4: know? And, and, and they make you laugh, you know. Actually, laugh out loud, laugh, and that's good to do because, you know, guys like you, guys like me, we tend to rage a little bit too much. So, yeah. uh, a good laugh is always appreciated. <laughs>
1: of course, there was Latrell Sprewell after getting offered a twenty-one million dollar contract and turning it down. I got a family defeat, he said.
4: <laughs> that was there's a the name you haven't heard in a while. Oh, by the way, I, I was right about Antoine Walker. He did. He, that, that quote, I swear, it was it was back the 2004-05 t- season, he played for Atlanta and then back in Boston again after he played for <laughs> Dallas and Miami and all that. And it was when he went back to Boston and the Celtics were just awful right then uh, that that quote uh, came out, if memory that's serves just, correct. That's, that's the career great. 32% three-point shooter.
1: Because there ain't no force. Here's Kobe. Here's Kobe Bryant. I almost won an MVP with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown on my team. I was shooting forty time, forty five times a game. What was I supposed to do? Pass it to Chris MIM or Kwame Brown?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sm- Kobe. Smush Parker. Smush Parker cost me a bet one time, dude. I'm, I'm still mad about. it. They were down. What did he, he do? Like, what did he do? I think he was out. He played for the Wizards. And they were they were down fifteen. I was laying seven and a half, and the Wizards were down fifteen with less than a minute to go. And Smush Parker steal three, steal three, steal three. <laughs> game over. Never and seen you've him
1: never like you've never forgiven him since. Never forgave him for that. No, <laughs> I'm pretty been. sure
4: it was Smush Parker. Might have been somebody. I, I'm I like somebody. how I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I
1: swear to. This one. James Harden's that guy for me well Bob Wickman we actually sent a letter to Bob Wickman once I got so upset on the air once I told the guys on the air I said write this letter for me up right now and let's send it to him." we sent a letter to the Atlanta Braves and I complained that I, I, I sent a letter to the Braves, Teddy and I said that um, I demand that uh, I said it's very very disconcerting as a di- I lied to say I said it was a Braves fan but I said it's very disconcerting as a Braves fan that Bob Wickman is so out of shape and keeps costing us wins, and I said, um, I did, You know, you're, you need to you fire your strength and conditioning coach because he's clearly not getting the players in shape. And you won't believe it, Teddy. They responded. They sent a letter back. They actually responded. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they responded well, say, and
4: they said. You say they? It, it's some well, intern, I was, you know. <laughs> well, I'm surprised, so, 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 but they just did not Six-year-old kid who's in there Yeah.
1: yeah. Burn. But I'm surprised that they even wasted their time. Some crackpot complaining about Bob Wickman. They told they were and they were very nice in a letter, too, because I didn't swear in a letter. Um, that was kind of mean, but I didn't swear. And, uh, yeah, they responded, and they said, uh, thanks for watching Atlanta Braves Baseball. Um, Bob Wickman is an upstanding member of the community. I had a great guy and a great teammate. And uh then they even like they, they dropped the hammer. They said our strength and conditioning coach won like strength and conditioning coach of the year last year or something. They said, all right, <laughs> they dropped in and, and our strength and conditioning coach is one of the most highly regarded and one need whatever. And I was like, oh, all right, all right. And uh but I gave I gave them credit actually for responding to, to for responding. And then as a joke, people bought me Bob Wickman's game worn pants cuz he crapped his pants so many times in these games. Still I still have him in a storage locker uh, somewhere. <laughs> so uh, but I was going to say Teddy James Harden, bro. And this is this is crazy Teddy. It was a freaking All-Star game, all right? And yeah, I'm crazy, but I used to bet big on All-Star games. I still do sometimes, but but I had a big play, like 1200, 1400 or whatever. And freaking the dude the west was up by like nine saved like the west was up and they were about to win they were laying like two and a half three and a half type thing and freaking harden came in bro to the game with like three four minutes left teddy and he literally like came in took a bad free didn't play defense. The other team scored. The Eastern Conference scored. Next possession, he, like, booted the ball out of bounds. The next possession, he got the ball stolen from him at, like, half court. Like, he single-handedly cost the Western Conference the game. Like, if Buddy Ryan was the coach, he'd have him killed, I think. Like, um, like he, no, he really did cost the Western Conference the basketball game. And he's one of these guys, Teddy, like, you know what I mean? That It's like, all right, I got the over-under 231 in a playoff game with the Rockets. James Harden's on the line. It's a 231. He'll miss. He misses. You know what I mean? It's like whatever I did for, against, over, under, I would lose in some horrific, painful fashion, Teddy, with the Houston Rockets and James Harden, bro. It's torture. It's like I still have nightmares about it.
4: I'm still up over here looking up Bob Wickman uh, memorabilia for you.
1: A game, game, game worn <laughs> petco. It won't cost you a lot, Teddy. <laughs>
4: so <laughs> autographed ball, let... thirty-five bucks. bobble, You got 30, a bobblehead for the with the Indian.
1: Thirty-five dollars for a Bob Wickman autographed baseball.
4: Now, again, I'm not shopping around. I just googled Bob Wickman yeah, 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 yeah. This is what popped up. How but, much would yeah, you pay for sure. a Bob you Wickman baseball? Uh, you know, well, the thing is, Gabe, I never buy you anything. You know? You're a hard guy to buy. Oh, presents no. for. I'm not a guy to buy anybody in <laughs> for anything. So now you're going to so, be a baseball. <laughs> 35 bucks for a Bob Wickman sign ball for you? I think that's, that's 35 bucks worth spent. You know? You're uh, just doing you this as a nice eight. guy, but yeah, no, no. But you just want me to remember
1: for the rest of my life. I'll look over a freaking Bob Wickman. <laughs> that's great. I appreciate it, Teddy. Uh, Autograph Bob Wickman ball. Uh, I'll even get a case for it. I'll put it up. Uh, that's great. Uh, so let, let me let me well, ask you, no, Teddy. I didn't order it yet. I just I just saw. Yeah. It, you know?
4: You're gonna have to have a couple of winning nights, get
1: get in a good mood.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 the Lakers under tonight and that didn't do me any good, so I got I got to make up for that and win one uh, before I can get it for you. But uh, it's coming, dude, around the corner. Uh,
1: you you the man, Teddy. So speaking uh, speaking, speak uh, you know what? I was actually on the over in that game. I was actually on the over. I don't want to be that that guy. I said, why'd you bet that? Um, but I was on the over in <laughs> that game. Uh, we hit it. Didn't lay the points with Boston. It was my only pick of the night. And it's funny, Teddy. I thought Sacramento could cover this number tonight, but I didn't have the nuts to do it. If you look at Phoenix, bro, like these guys get up for big time teams, but they're, these guys are killing it. And I don't hold it against them. You know, against Houston two times, they don't cover. They, you know what I mean? They're picking their spots, yet they're not losing these games, Teddy. They still win, but they pick their spots when they're going to go all out, you know? And I didn't think they'd go all out tonight against Sactown.
4: And I'll tell you what, for the first, I think it was the first 44 games of the season, the Suns were the only team in the NBA that had won or covered every game that they'd won and failed to cover every game that they lost. They were unique. And what we've seen basically over the course of the last two or three weeks is all of a sudden, they win at Charlotte, don't cover. They win against Chicago and don't cover. They win against Houston and don't cover. They win against Houston again and don't cover. Now tonight against Sacramento and with a win and don't cover. And what that tells you, or what that tells me at least, is that tells me that the Suns, who went on that ridiculous, you know, they were the best point spread team in the NBA at the All-Star break. Uh, their value's gone. Well, um, you know, the time to bet Phoenix, you know, the blindly bet Phoenix has come and gone. And it, it certainly doesn't. It may it doesn't disagree with your point at all uh that Phoenix is a team that uh, at this stage isn't the type of squad you want to be laying doubles with against lesser foes uh whereas they were that team you know a month or two ago or three uh that's not yeah. the case at this stage of the campaign.
1: The market's caught up, but at the same point in time, Teddy, look, uh, yes. small home dogs against the Utah Jazz last week. This week, uh, earlier in the week, laying three against the Miami Heat. Smoke them. Win by 20. They get up for the big-time game still. They played back-to-back. Remember, I guess it was last week. Yeah, it was last Thursday, I think. Remember, they were in that weird back-to-back spot. They went to overtime with Utah, and then they went to Los Angeles and played the Clippers, and they hung around in that game as well, Teddy. All right, so are you, do you buy into Phoenix in the playoffs, or are they a regular season team that's peaked too early right now.
4: Uh, I mean, peak tour. Phoenix hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Okay, I would expect the Suns to lose in the first round.
3: When we when round. You look at
4: the Western Conference, oh yeah, look at the West. Okay, and again, it's it, the four best teams in the West in the playoffs are the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Jazz. And I rank Phoenix five there. Now, if they end up with two of those teams, have to play each other. And Phoenix doesn't. I think they're alive, but they're not one of the four best playoff teams in the Western Conference. I, even without, uh, even with the Nuggets injury, you know, I, I still think Denver would be the better posting
1: All right, we'll hit this on the other side because that's interesting. The Lakers have injury concerns. Denver, of course, without Jamal Murray, more with Teddy Covers on the other side. Bring it.
2: When you're a winner, you get good at spotting advantages like us. Sports gaming strategies and expert information. The winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
2: It's simple really. You have a choice. Either listen to Sports Grid and get the winning edge or don't and get really good at explaining things to your increasingly impatient wife. Happy wife, happy life, dude. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Morency on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Nobody wants to hear the nonsensical ravings of a loudmouth
1: malcontent. Well, too bad, because Teddy Covers is with us right now.
4: <laughs>
1: I'm the loudmouth malcontent. Teddy. I miss. I actually miss you, Teddy. We speak every week, but it's been a little while since we've seen each other. I, um, when was the last time we saw each other? I think uh, three NCAA tournaments ago, I think. Is Two or that three? long now? Yeah, I'm thinking I off the top know. of my Maybe head. Been, uh, I, mean- I know, I know. I remember being like really drunk and depressed Nobody once did. in a parking lot. I remember talking to you in a parking lot. That might have been years ago. Oh, it's all sunny. <laughs> it's all hot in the middle of the day. I'm like, I remember Teddy like, oh, it's all right, bro. It's here. You're going to be all right. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know, Teddy. Uh, uh, but no, let's see. Like, dude, I honestly think it was the famous Why'd You Bet That creation with Brian Blessing. The Virginia, I think it was that tournament. I really do.
4: What Michigan? Was a fun night.
1: Yeah, that was the tournament. That was the one, Teddy. That's the last time. Yeah, that. I mean, that
4: was one of the funner <laughs> nights that I had. In, you know, uh, you know the. This, of course, when you come to town, you bring rageaholics with you. Uh, and, uh, that was uh, well, a. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Like a, yeah, we're in circus circus. Is that at the Strat you were staying Circus. Circus Circus. <laughs> Circus, sure, thats what it was. It was like the the, but it wasn't the it wasn't the regular hotel. The courtyard, it was like the motel around suites. the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah the courtyard yeah. suites—they
1: call it <laughs> the motel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the high rise. it was the uh, no, no, no. was no, no, it was no suite. And hey, that was pre-pandemic. We probably had about thirty people in that room, Teddy. <laughs> oh,
4: easy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. Uh, and, of course, we got to watch uh, something that no one had ever seen before, and, and we may never see again, which is a 16 seed beat in number one. Um, yeah, that was the, that was
1: the time. That was the night. You're exactly right. Uh, so I was going to say, you know what? Last year, the pandemic hit, like you said, I know Vegas is open again. Um, but I'm going to uh, – I wasn't in the contest last year, Teddy, for the first time, and it bothered me, actually. I didn't mind, you know, whatever. I was like, eh, you know. But um, – um, this year I'm coming. I'm going to I'm going to enter the contest again. Uh I don't know which one. Probably the Westgate. I don't know. Which one like well, I don't know. The Circa seemed like there were too many people in it. Is it like is is in a Circa one so popular now? Would the Westgate be the one to be in now? Like I don't want to be in the super popular one. You know what I mean?
4: Sure. I mean yeah, the Westgate's the smaller of the two without a doubt. Uh which also means of course a smaller prize pool. Um Yeah, but well, the I, winner's still got 460k.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what the, the circus yeah, is guaranteed a million, right? Is that the deal? You win a million if you win?
4: I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I really don't I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I wasn't yeah, in contention to win, so I wasn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. in contention to print. You know what broke my will, Teddy?
1: And you know, we had a good, nice run one year in, in the Westgate, uh, but you know what broke, not broke my will, but it just, and I got frustrated because I didn't suck. I joined the golden nugget contest like two years ago, Teddy and I don't know which guy you probably know him I hear he's a local dude the guy was like freaking 70 and 30 or something Teddy like you know what I mean like it was just it was relentless like you know remember it was the contest you could pick like for your college and NFL and there was a couple of dudes yeah. man they just murdered the college Teddy uh, it was just so disheartening you know I was like running 63% and I'm in 38 place or something like I, I was like finally I broke my will and I started tanking but uh, they're a lot of fun and you know I've got a taste for it we have finished in the top 10 before once so you know it can be done you know, it's, it, it's possible it, it can be done what, what, did you uh, which ones did you do last year Teddy
4: yeah, sir. I mean, you, you've got a uh, uh, top 10 finish. I got a top 10 finish. Uh, I, I tend to be involved in in whatever the major contests are in town. Uh, yeah, by myself, or I'll take a partner. Uh, and and uh, the reason you do it is twofold. One, obviously, it's a nice prize if you win, but forget the prize, uh, you know, as, as a capper. To uh to win one of those things it's worth a, it's basically worth an infinite amount of money because then you're you know then you're the guy that won the super <laughs> contest last year, the guy that won the Circuit yeah last year, yeah so yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. following season so so theres there, there's an amplifier effect to it so it's worth it for me to enter the contest every year and uh you know good or bad uh it is what it is some years uh and, and uh, for me, that like the, my, my success in the contest has everything to do with that last play. You know, the fifth play. Some years your fifth plays are cranking, and you're making all the right cuts and putting that fifth play in, and it works. Other years, yeah. the last play you put it in, and it's you know you're you're, you're like one in fifteen with your <laughs> with your with your last play, in and you're like, well, uh, that's that. Uh, but the key to those contests is just, you have to avoid the killer weeks. You know, you got to avoid the zero and five and the and the one and four. You can't yeah. have those if you're going to win. Um, it's not about you know, the 5-0's Teddy, five and Teddy I was going to say that avoiding when, the
1: and five. when we finished in 8th place Teddy. we didn't have one yeah. single 5-0 and o all year Teddy not a single 5-0 and o. what we had were 3-2's and 3-2's and 3-2's an and, three and twos. Uh, yeah. we had a 1-4 and four in week 1 and then after that every week was 3-2, 3-2, 3-2, 4-1 3-2, 3-2, 4-1 and it was good enough for 8th you know what I'm saying like you said, like, yeah. it's like, is it good enough, Teddy? Is three and two every week? Does that put you in the money still?
4: Um, a lot. Uh, it, it really, it depends on the year and the contest, but in general, if you hit 60%, you're going to make something, you know, it'd be, yeah, it'd be yeah, a, yeah. it's the exception rather than the rule if you don't, you know.
1: That's a good point. You're right. We were 62% the eighth place, and, and you're right. If you if you can pull that off, you will win some money. But there's there's always that outlier, like the guy that works in Starbucks that goes 69%, right? Or there's you know, it's tough. Like there's there's <laughs> there's always going to be someone that big outlier. Uh so let me ask you, Teddy. Um uh let's talk some baseball betting strategy once again. Um so one thing, no hitter. So we've had two no hitters so far this year. And I looked up the numbers, Teddy. And what I came up with were um pitchers and like modern like it was like the last um, it was the last 14 no hitters now last 14 no hitters uh 13 no hitters excuse me last 13 no hitters the average era of the pitcher that throws the no hitter is 5 4 or so teddy in the next start is it almost like an automatic i don't know nothing's blind but you know look i did i took pittsburgh against san diego and musgrove was pitching i was like you know what Yeah, everyone's going to jump on Musgrove here. Plus, I like the spot for Pittsburgh. So, I guess what I'm asking you is with Rodon moving forward, and I guess I'll look up their schedule and see where they're playing next, Teddy. But do you buy into that? Do you fade pitchers after they toss a no hitter?
4: (laughs) Yes. Yes, and I like to bet on the team that got no hit the next day because they come out with a little something to uh, uh, little little something in their step. So it's it's, interesting. you, You get two bets off a no hitter. You get to fade the pitcher who threw it in their next start five days later, and you get to back the team that just got no hit the day before um and I don't have D-Bay stuff in front of me uh that but certainly from uh, you know from uh, anecdotal evidence that's been a, uh both sides of that are profitable, <laughs> not just you know, fading the pitcher and betting on the team that uh, that got no hit the previous day
1: well speaking of profitable the loss. That- the Los Angeles Dodgers have been a very profitable uh, team, uh, Teddy. Eight and four on the run line, and it's to the point now where I saw, I saw, uh, talked about it earlier today, somebody at MGM last night bet one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars on the Dodgers minus a run and a half. Um, yeah, our chat's paying their bills with this right now, basically. Like every night, that's all the chat's doing, sweating out these Dodger one and a half, one and a halves. They haven't really moved the number up too much yet, Teddy. You can get the one and a half, so the minus-120 range. But, look, the Dodgers coming into tonight were 10-2 and two, and 8-4 and four on the run line, Teddy. It's the only way to approach this with L.A. But these guys are monsters. They're killers. And uh, I'm buying in that this team really can. Uh, everyone disagrees with me, but I think they can set the all-time record. It depends if they want to, if they want to dig in. And do it, but I think they can do it, and I think they will get interested by it, um, and win 117 baseball games.
4: Teddy wouldn't shock me if they won 117 at all. Um, yeah. Again, I've you know I've got a, a good contact uh, with the Dodgers. He said this is the best team I've ever seen. Uh, he's like a bet over 103 a half wins, bet over 104 and a half wins. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, he's like by September. You know, by September, if they're resting starters and Dave Roberts takes it easy and all of that, you know, they'll still be at 110 by the time that happens. He's like, this team could win. Um, it's, it's as good a team as, as, as we've ever seen. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're starting. And the key is the depth, all right? The Dodgers could lose five starting pitchers and they'd be fine. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> uh, the depth is insane for that team. Uh, and yeah, yeah. remember, baseball is baseball is unique. It's like hockey in a sense, but baseball is a bigger market. But you know, in football, when a team wins and covers ten in a row, like the Patriots did to start the season, the next thing you know, they're laying twenty eight and a half at Philadelphia. <laughs> <in the rain. laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember? You know. Uh, and they'll eventually get overpriced, and the markets will catch up with them, and. Uh, the, the the way that the bookmakers can even the the score with the point spread sports. Not with the money line sports. Every time the Dodgers win, the books yeah, lose. You can make money. Okay, yeah, you every, can make and money, and money off it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. There's nothing they can't. They, if they make them $4, great. They're $4, they still won. They make them $6, great. They make them $6 favorites, <laughs> they still won. They make them minus 1000 great. If they still won. You don't get paid. They get paid when the Dodgers lose. And I keep waiting for the Dodgers to lose because the best bet out there is Dodgers run line off a loss. You know, that's... But they haven't haven't lost a whole lot yet. Uh, I have no interest in stepping in front of the L.A. Dodgers.
1: Well, speaking of which, it sets up. They're going into San Diego this weekend. They're going into San Diego this weekend. I don't know. Um, I see TBD right now, so I don't know who's pitching um, tomorrow, but... I got it right here.
4: What do you got? It's... it's they got the rookie, Weathers, against Bueller for tomorrow. Walker Bueller minus 150, minus 155 on the road. Uh, and uh, Oh, here Weathers, we go, yeah, we yeah. There's a, yeah. And they're saying that he's going to be an opener. I think the longest he's thrown at the big league level has been 31 pitches. So, don't know who's coming in behind him. But uh, I think that uh, San Diego would be very happy if he got through that uh, L.A. order, batting order once. Um,
1: so... So sure. you're right. I had it up. Uh, I, I didn't have. I didn't have the. Uh, I didn't have my Fanduel screen up. I was actually just looking at uh, Dodger stats, actually, and I just saw TBD. So Walker Buehler and Weatherstorm. Which way does this number go? Do you think, Teddy? It's 154 right now at Fanduel. Los Angeles Dodgers, 154. Then will this be 168 tomorrow? my first pitch or is this going to be 146 or does it stay the same I got listen I'm looking at this and I'm thinking sorry San Diego and you got a great young team but I'm thinking the Dodgers are going to be motivated coming in here this
4: weekend they're not letting up they're going to be motivated (laughs) And I mean Bueller's not a guy I got any interest in stepping in front of so this is going to be a sharp square divide game okay number one Tatis is likely to be back in the lineup tomorrow for San Diego and More than any other factor, we see the sharp money influenced by injuries. Uh, And when guys are healthy, they bet on the team if the guys are healthy. When guys are hurt, they bet against the team if the guys are hurt. So I expect to see some wise guy money for San Diego tomorrow. But the public's one way with the Dodgers. You know, the the books that cater to uh, recreational players are going to be all Dodgers money. And you see it already when you're looking at the betting markets right now. Uh, I'm seeing anywhere... Minus 150, minus the yeah, 148. Yeah. And minus 145 and minus 145 the start. More with Teddy
1: on the other side.
2: To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information. To give you the Winning Edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling. The collide of football pads. a true player you look for every advantage you can get
2: congratulations you just found it the winning edge. sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else 24 hours a day seven days a week this is the sports grid radio network
1: Down with Teddy Covers Wager Talk, Wager Talk TV, uh, in the house just for a couple more minutes. Man, the uh, first hour of the program sped by. We got some great guests coming up. Eno Saras will join us, uh, from The Athletic. Uh, we got Mike Blewitz from uh, Sports Grid. Uh, we've got uh, Julio Julio Rosario will join us, uh, from Chicago or Whitney City Sports Report. So, uh, Teddy. Uh, I got a feeling right now, everyone's, you know, they're going to take their Dodger money. They can cash another run uh, run line here. Dodgers are plus plus one fourteen, Teddy. Teddy, running a half. And they're going to get that uh, extra at bat, too. Uh, nine at bats. Yeah, and I don't know if the, the Dodgers won. Number one, the, you know, baseball is not like football. Like, you know, they all never really let up. It's such an individual statistical sport. But, you know, without being stated, Teddy, they won't let up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Dodgers, if the Dodgers can go into San Diego and beat them 13-2 every game, they will. Like, they, you know what I mean? It's not going to go 4-0. Like, they're going to want to send a message, I think, Teddy, uh, this weekend. You know, they're going to be excited for this. I'm not discounting them, but is it too crazy to think about that plus 114 on the run line, uh, minus 1.5 for the Dodgers?
4: I don't think it's too crazy at all. But remember, you're told – I mean, it is an 8, uh, which is a, you know a pretty uh, – a high yeah. total for uh, Petco, um, and you look at the recent meeting. I mean, it, it, the last ten times they played, the games Dodgers win. Uh, they they've won them all except for one by multi-run margin. So uh, I have no hesitation in, in that situation. You're going to lose some that you would have won otherwise, but you're also going to reduce your liability on uh, these. Get a plus price return. And if I'm playing the Dodgers, I would lay the run and half.
1: You're the man, Teddy. We always uh, love breaking it down with you. Although I disagree with you on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we'll, we'll debate that next week. I, I disagree. I think the Suns are better than you giving them credit for. Teddy! wager talk. Whoever they you play. Can play. Can <laughs> <about> the <laughs> Wait to talk. Late Night Anger Management Class continues. Time. Time.
2: It's your lucky day. You found the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. Go ahead. Kick the tire. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's
0: definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.